Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. And my lovely wife, Lisa from upstairs. Hey, babe. Hi, Lisa. And uh, let me ask you guys a question. This no. is a, a serious question. <laughs> right now, where is the one place you do not want to be? Right where I am. No, no. You want to be right where you are. In where the midst of this coronavirus outbreak. Be? New York. You, New York. Okay. Yeah. If you were in Maryland, which is not doing so hot either. It's kind of a hot spot. But if you were in – what building would you not want to go to? Empire State Building. In Maryland? In, uh, yeah. <laughs> the in hospital. Maryland. It'd be hospital. like the worst possible place to be. Yeah. Well, guess where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Yep. Did you hear yep. about this, Jake? Yes, I did. I, that's right. I, I wasn't exactly sure where he was getting at, but now I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. terrible, scary. So here's what happened to me last week. Actually, uh, the week before last on Friday, I started noticing this funny feeling in my chest. And of course, the first thing that happens to me is I think about um, Lisa giving me that call and saying, hey, there's a funny feeling in my chest and me going, call 911. Mm. Right, but there were other symptoms. I didn't have any other symptoms, uh, so I, I, I was fine. No chest pain, exercising, but it started to get irritating around Monday. So I called the doctor on Monday and I said, "Hey, look, here's what's been happening. I got this fluttery feeling." They say, "Do you have any chest pain? Do you have any difficulty breathing? Are you having any problem exercising or doing?" I no, no, no. I'm fine. The only thing I feel is this. I said, "Okay, you probably just have palpitations." I'm like, "Great," because I do not want to go to the ER. So that's all fine and good. And I keep keep moving along. And every day I get this sensation at some point in time during the course of the day. And then on Friday, I call my doctor again and go, look, this has been happening now for a week. And it's a continuous thing. And I, I, I don't know what to do. They say, well, if it happens again, uh, you should probably go to urgent care. Don't go to the ER. Go to urgent care because they're screening people there and they're not taking people who might have COVID-19. I right. said, fine. That's great. Uh, oh, also, incidentally, I have a blood pressure monitor because I have a history of high blood pressure, which is well managed actually right now. So no health concern there. But um, uh, it has a heart rate monitor on it. And it says, hey, you're experiencing an irregular heartbeat. So that's another red flag. So uh, Friday rolls around and I, I, I start feeling this thing in my chest again. It's not a pain. It's just a, an uncomfortable feeling. So I go to the, uh, to the urgent care center. And they put me uh, the the tech there takes my pulse and and gives me a uh, an EKG and the PA comes in and she goes, yeah, you have an irregular heartbeat and we can't rule out something bad is not happening. So I want you to go to the ER. I'm like, I don't want to go to the ER. <laughs> she says, well. I'm afraid I'm going to send you to the ER because it's a place where they can rule out anything really bad about to happen. We want to make sure you're not about to have a heart attack. And I said, 
I want to make sure I'm not about to have a heart attack too. So off to the ER I go. I have my face mask that Lisa made for me that looks really cool because it's got skulls and crossbones all over it because <laughs> I like to dress like a pirate. And I walk into the into the ER room at, at, uh, at Howard County General, and there are these two older gentlemen. One is obviously older than the other in front of me. And they're and the younger of them says they just brought my mom in on ambulance and they turn those two poor guys away. So, you know, this this mom slash wife has just come in there uh, for some reason and the family can't be with them, which Mm. is heartbreaking to watch. But these guys are are calm, cool and collected. They know what's going on. They go, we understand. Uh, Well, you'll be in touch by phone. They say, absolutely. And the guys turn around and leave. Mm -hmm. And I say, I'm here to be seen. And they go, "Okay, sit down right here. And in the vestibule, they do a triage on me. And then they take me in. They hook me up to a heart monitor and uh, they take some blood work. I'm in there for about an hour the whole time. The nurse says, whatever you do, do not take your mask off. I'm like, no problem. And then they hook me up to another EKG machine and a heart monitor. And I sit there and they, 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 um, they run the blood work. And about an hour later, the doctor comes in and he goes, you know, your heart rate has been normal since you've been here. And I said, well, there's the uh, EKG from the urgent care center. And he looks at it and goes, oh yeah, this is abnormal. This is not normal, but uh, your blood work is fine. So what you're experiencing is something called trigeminy. Right, you're having uh, an irregular heartbeat, and you can look it up. Uh, I don't know how you spell it. Just try type trigeminy into the uh, um, into the old Google machine there, and it'll tell you what it's all about. But uh, essentially, it's a it's a, uh, a, a an arrhythmia that is not life threatening. So he sent me home, which was great. I was out of there very quickly. But uh, uh, I should probably follow up with the cardiologist. Was the last bit of advice I got, and the cardiologist may say. I'm not going to give any treatment for this. This is completely fine. Don't worry about it. And I'll be like, okay, fine. He says, don't worry about it. I won't worry about it. But if he says, uh, worry about it or take this medication to stop it from happening, I'll do that too. But in this house, we don't mess around with cardiac issues. (laughs) No, (laughs) definitely not. Uh, Did you tell him how you came in the house afterwards? Oh, yeah, right. Because... (laughs) (laughs) Lisa would not let me come back in the house after going to the hospital. So I had to go into the garage. Back up. Lisa, what? Lisa would not let me come back into the house in the after having been in the hospital, through the, hospital <laughs> through the front door. So I went into the garage. I stripped down to just my underwear and then immediately went upstairs and took a shower with my, with my uh, antibacterial safeguard soap. And uh, and his clothes are still in the garage. My clothes are still in the garage, <laughs> waiting for whatever virus it is to decay on it. If it if it happened to pick any up, I thought that now, was a smart move. Eh, it was, but I will tell you, there's no way I came in contact with any anybody or any virus at that hospital. They are running such a tight ship there. Well, it they is, are, but you don't know what happened in that room that you were in beforehand. I know what happened after whatever happened in there is that they sanitized it. Well, I promise you that. Yes, but that you, know, room you just never know like if they missed when I walked strip- into it. You just never know. It's better yeah, safe you're than right. sorry. You're right. And it, it's, it's an easy enough precaution to take, so I took it. No, And I didn't even argue about it. it. It was I just did it. I just said it would be a good idea. And you said, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, agreed. Make me look like a hard ass. Well, not making it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just said it's an easy enough to comply. It's an easy enough precaution to take, so I took it. Right. That's all. That's it. Okay. It's not, it's, you know, it's not. 
I'm not, you're not asking me to take off any of my skin. It's just take your clothes off and go get a shower. Here's okay, this Brillo fine. pad. Right? <laughs> get every crevice. You need help? Because I got a Brillo pad on a stick right here. It's a four foot, six foot stick, right? right. Six, six feet. Six foot stick. I wouldn't even touch you with a Brillo pad on the end of a six foot stick. <laughs> so, um, uh, last week I was recording Hacking Humans with Dave and uh, Dave said he listened to the previous episode and recommended that I buy a sacrifice roll of paper towels and just get better at tearing off what I need from the paper towel roll. He said, get good, scrub. Yeah, I, I'm with him. That's absolutely right. Joey bought the stupid off-brand ones this time, right? Which is yeah. fine. It's what was available. I understand. But it's the whole piece and I hate it because I keep trying to get the half piece so then it just rips down the center you know how that's like Jake it's just it's awful yeah so I'm used to having the single piece the little tiny normal piece well I think these new paper towels are perfectly Terrible. fine they're fine they're you get okay. through one in a whole uh, in a day I mean it's ridiculous yeah well, that's true because they are the uh the cheapest paper towels ever um, they're Sorry, just store brand. Way to go, Joey. No. Oh, well, no, they're the only ones available. Way to go, he Joey. <laughs> you know what you just say is way to go, everybody else, for way buying Way to go, Joey, for buying paper towels during a pandemic. <laughs> uh, I also have napkins on the list for you, Jake. Yes, regular old paper napkins. <laughs> just real little, little paper napkins. Unnecessary. I know. I, right. I can make you some cloth ones. You can just keep washing. So maybe we should actually start the show. Oh, that's right. This is we're a show. We're not just cut, we're just not hanging out. All right. So why don't we get into it this week? This week, we're our topic is uh, food and drink part two. And I just realized we did one of these uh, five episodes ago at episode one fifteen, and here we are at one twenty doing it again. But uh, we got a lot of feedback from our listeners on this. But I'm going to start things off tonight, and I'm going to talk about something I've hated since I was a kid, and I hate now, and I find disgusting even seeing people eat them, and that is mashed potatoes. Wrong. I hate Wrong. mashed potatoes. Wrong. Hate them. Wrong. What? I hate mashed potatoes. Why? He's an Irishman who hates uh, hates mashed potatoes, Jake. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> why why do you not like mashed potatoes, Joe? Because they are they are disgusting. They are they are a paste right. that you put into your mouth that is a food for people with no teeth. It is uh it is it is just So is ice cream. I uh, put no. that in your gullet. I was gonna say that ice cream is food for people with no teeth with that yep. logic. Pudding. You like pudding. Yeah. Mm. I prefer ice cream. And when I get ice cream, I get ice cream. I like ice cream with things in it so that you have to chew it with your teeth. But you've never, never got, turned never. away with ice cream before, though. No, you're yeah, right. Somebody handed you a soft serve cone. Would you eat the ice cream? <sighs> oh, yes, absolutely. and mine. Yeah, that's a food for people with no teeth, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Lisa. <laughs> sure that you eat mine because i can't eat all that ice cream you eat the ice cream so i can have the cone and that's why we don't get ice cream anymore <laughs> because <laughs> i can't live like that i'm going I like to die the ice cream jake and then and then i and then i was like i can't eat anymore and he eats the rest of the ice cream and so i can eat the uh cone right and i'm gonna die like elvis because <laughs> he's so de he's so wrong about mashed potatoes saying funny he'll eat other kinds of potatoes like he'll eat a big thick french fry that is pretty much mashed potatoes inside 
Hmm. Well, a french sit. fry is not mashed potatoes inside. You tell me a steak fry isn't isn't a mashed potato inside of that? It, it, well, okay. A steak fry is very close to baked potatoes, which I also don't like. But I, I, I tend not to eat steak fries. Those Bull. big quartered. It's like they took a potato and quartered it and then deep fried That's it. That's a lie. Joe, I, uh, I just hold that the comment that it's for food, it's food for people with no teeth, is irrelevant to whether or not it's good. I like to put corn in mine. I will, I will accept that argument, Jake. But it still makes me. Sick and disgusted to watch people eat it. I just can't stand why seeing you, people eat it. You hate, I, I hate, even when I don't other know why I hate it. mashed potatoes with such a vitriol. Lisa, you know what I would love the next time when this whole quarantine's over and we can What's go ahead that, and get honey? together again? I would love to get some mashed potatoes. That would be great. You know what I was thinking about making, Jake, is <sighs> um is is pork uh-huh. with sauerkraut. Mm, that part. Nope, mashed nope, potatoes nope. and corn. I can do the last part there. Everything on that plate is either white or yellow. That is the I don't understand. Why I can you put whatever food coloring you want on it, and I'm telling you, it will be even worse. But I love that meal. It's that one is of my so favorite. unappetizing. To put it in a bowl of. and mix that up. I'm eating it. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> no, I, I, I. First off, you take a bunch of potatoes, right, and you boil them, mm-hmm. and then you take all the water that contains many any of the potassium that you've just boiled out of, out of the. Uh, out of the potatoes, and you dump that down the drain and strain the the starchy leavings, and then make the mashed potatoes out of that. Hmm. How, do you like cabbage? I do like cabbage. How do you cook cabbage? I blanch it essentially. No, no, no. You cook it for twenty minutes. No, I do not cook cabbage for twenty mm-hmm. minutes. Never, you do. never. That's too long. I'm timing That's, it that- next time. You time it. You time it. It's five minutes. It's a five minute boil of cabbage in in roll in a rolling boil. And I do not overcook the cabbage. Cabbage is al dente when I cook it. How about rice? Which is good. <laughs> what do you mean rice? Rice is cabbage is al dente. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So we've gone off the rails here, Joe. Let's uh, try right. to get back on there now. Fine, fine, fine. We'll skip on to the next thing I hate. And I don't think I'm going to get any pushback on this. But I hate ketchup and mustard water. Well, what? that's you know what the I mean best. Why would anybody fight you on that? That's gross. What are you talking about? You know, when you open about? that bottle of ketchup and you go, man, I'm going to put some ketchup on the first thing you do is you turn it upside down and then you squirt it onto like oh, a hot dog and nothing oh, comes out. It's like that ugh. awful pinky red gotta shake it water. Up. Always like, shake it up. Strong. You know what I do is I discharge the first round into the sink. That's what I do. And I leave grab it that there. ketchup You need bottle. to rinse that out from now. What if you're like a picnic? <laughs> uh, into the grass then, Jake. Poof. Oh, into the grass. Your ants. Have some ketchup. No, you just shake it up. No, I don't even trust that because I've shaken it before and still had the, the water come out on top. And you did it wrong. Just do it better. I'm impatient, Jake. I just do spent it, it good. Get good. Dave Take Bittner style. Ketchup. <laughs> so, so do I have any pushback on this? Ketchup and mustard water is gross. Everybody agrees, right? I collect right? and drink That's- it at the end of the day. What no, do you think? No, Nobody no, does that. It's gross. Oh my god! It's <laughs> all like his pickle juice. Ugh. You want oh, sandwiches for flavor, a la Hannibal Burris? <laughs> Stop! All right, let's move on. That's <laughs> oh, gross. I hate when I try to butter a piece of bread and succeed in only destroying that piece of bread. Your fault. It. How is it my fault? It's your I'm fault because you don't use the softened butter. Or you know what? Better yet, you know, 
actually, you're not even supposed to spread the butter on the bread. You're supposed to take a piece of the bread, pinch a piece off, put the butter on, and put it in your mouth. You're not supposed to butter a whole slice of bread at once. It's not couth. Okay. Ask your Fair mom. enough. You have to but, take a piece off, put the butter on, then put it in your mouth. If you slather the whole piece, you look like, I don't know. You don't look right. <laughs> what do I look like, Lisa? You were going to say something. I don't know. Okay. A seven-year-old. A seven-year-old. <laughs> so uh, there's a picture of, of this. And generally, I'm thinking of when I'm like making some – like a like a meal I'm going to walk away with. But tonight, for example, we are having some soup and some homemade bread that you made. Challah mm, bread with – did you like the challah bread, Jake? Did I like it? And it, it's really good toast. It's so good. Anyhow, so, Joe put it in the microwave to warm it up a little bit and slather exactly. a little bit of butter on top of it. It's ridiculous. I put it in the microwave with the butter on top of it in the microwave for 20 seconds. And that heats up the bread and melts the butter. <laughs> and then you can just spread it. And it's perfect. It's like a heart attack on a plate. It is it's awful. not a heart attack on a plate. It's a piece of bread with a little bit of butter on it. It's really good. Um, and normally, actually, I've gotten to the point where – I generally, when I'm eating eating bread or eating eating buns or something at, at dinner, I don't put butter on it. I generally no, you don't shouldn't. put butter on it. You know, you just take a piece and put a little bit of butter if you want to. Jake, you know one of the really good ways to make that bread is to put a hole in the center of it and make a hole in one for breakfast. Put an egg in the center oh of it. Oh, my goodness. That's really good. What, what's worse is when uh, I'm making breakfast and I'm making toast. Lisa, you used to get mad at me when I would when I would give you your toast with just a pad of butter in between. I, wouldn't Who, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. If you can't even – I take great pride in fixing you good meals and I ask you to spread my butter. That's all so, on toast and you can't do it. So you know what I do now? Here's what I do now. I get a little bit of butter. I put it in one of the little bowls and I put that in the microwave for 30 seconds until that butter is liquefied. <laughs> and then I take a barbecue brush. And as your toast comes out of the toaster, You're kidding me, I, right? no, I am absolutely not kidding you. And I spread that butter all over the toast, all the way to the edge. The and then I put it together and I sliced it. And that is how I make your toast now. I now make it like a best. guy. First of all, that is very thoughtful. But can I give you a little bit of heads up? There's What's this that? little thing that I you can put butter on your counter, and um, you turn it upside down. You put the butter in the holder, and then you put cool water about an inch of it deep in the other part. Well, then you turn it upside down, and the water does not go rancid, and you can leave it on the counter, and it keeps the butter at room temperature, but it does not go rancid. Right. That's how you do it. Right. You just can't use it in the 100-degree weather in the summertime. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Well – it's I'm sticking easy. with my method because I, I picked it, it up actually from looking in the back of a diner and seeing that's how they butter the toast in the <laughs> diner. <laughs> I'm like, now, if anybody knows about how to efficiently make toast, it's that guy Just right Just get there. a big bowl of butter, melt it, and dip the toast into it. <laughs> no, they don't tip. They have a barbecue brush. I'm actually getting nauseous a little. <laughs> they brush a little bit of butter on it, and it, it works great. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure and it would. you haven't complained about your butter in about two or three years. That's because so, you're awesome. And you that's how I've been yummy, doing it. Yummy toast. Yep. Your toast has been delicious. Yummo. All right. Finally, last thing I hate. And uh, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to openly claim my hip, hypocrisy here oh. because I've never even tried it, but I hate the concept of it. And that is Pizza Hut pasta. You're wrong. You had to live on that for a little while and there's nothing wrong with it. Have I had Pizza Hut pasta? Yes. 
Do you remember that hard year when we were just starting out and I worked at Pizza Hut? <laughs> yes. I don't remember, remember the that. year of Pizza Hut food and I got really creative. You've yes. had so many different kinds of sandwiches and breakfast pizzas and all kinds of stuff to make it happen. You used to have pasta with, I just, I, you know what? I'll give you this. I hate the size big pasta that they use. Yes. The thick Indeed. pizza. I, that's ever since, sorry, thick spaghetti. Yeah. The I institutional like spaghetti. Hair. Right. You know, spend the 99 cents on the angel hair and, and, and move on. My, my, my saying is, don't ever order the pasta at a Pizza Hut because nobody ever orders the pasta, pasta at a Pizza Hut. You when get you a Pizza go, Hut for the pizza. Right. You go to Pizza Hut to to get the pizza and, and, to, and to eat it in a in a building shaped like a hut. That, you know that, what? You go <laughs> their, their sandwiches are pretty good too. I've never even ordered a sandwich at Pizza you Hut. You never ordered a never. sandwich there, but you have eaten sandwiches. From I have them. eaten sandwiches from Pizza They're Hut good. during that one year where we didn't have any money. Yes. <laughs> I, I remember that. I don't think <laughs> they was... make many sandwiches anymore. I think they just do pizza and pasta. They don't do now. any sandwiches anymore. They used to have yes, sandwiches. They didn't when I worked at uh, Pizza Hut a couple of years ago. Um, I had a great joke written here. Just want to hear the punchline, guys. It was, yes. if you want crappy pasta, go to Olive Garden. There's oh, the but there you're wrong. What's wrong with the pasta at Olive Garden, Joe? Are you serious, Jake? Yeah. You used to love it when your dad used to take us there when we were younger. You used to think it was a. I will tell you, when when a long time ago, the pasta was actually pretty good at at Olive Garden. Now it has gone downhill and it's gross. I like it. It's fine. It's fine. I love it. It's my favorite. As a matter of fact, I go there when I can with Kayla. I, I do not like Olive Garden pasta. It is like eating paste. Now it was good, just like mashed potatoes. Yeah, well, yeah, right. (laughs) But it's actually more like Elmer's paste. Do you like gnocchi? I do like gnocchi. Oh, you know what that is, Joe? Yeah, that's boiled mashed potatoes, right? With an egg. Hey, I reserve the right. (laughs) Hey, so it's essentially like a bread made with mashed potato or potato flour. Do you know what else you like? You like potato cakes. I do like potato cakes. You're right. All right. Well, that's that's enough out of me this week. Jake, what do we got for the from the listeners this week? This week, we've got plenty of Joe Rates Your Hate. First off, we've got Paul from Facebook. He hates cottage cheese. He says, it can go to hell. <laughs> I'm also one of the 10% of people who has the cilantro tastes horrible gene. I feel bad for that 10% of people that have the cilantro tastes horrible gene. Me too. It's terrible because I love cilantro. I'm very sorry. But you know what I like about – I like cottage cheese, but I like it two ways. What's that? One with a big dollop of raspberry jelly in it. Uh-huh. It's Go very on. good. It's very good. And I like it mixed in my salad with beets. Oh my That's God. the truth. I just no. love it. Yeah, I'm, I think Pickled I'm going to go beef on. Pickled right on there with ranch. And I mean, it is like a daggone slop. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I think I'm going to kind of swayed me away. You know, sometimes I can take college cheese, but sometimes I can't. But when I listen to what you say, it just <laughs> repulses me. And now I'm just, just turned well, off by college, college cheese. I, sometimes I put it in my lasagna. But most of the time I put ricotta. I yes. have hated cottage cheese for my entire life. Are you getting the small curd or the large curd? (laughs) Curd, anything matter? I, I, uh, my mother used to eat it straight. The large rot or the small rot? (laughs) Yeah, my my mother used to just eat it straight. She would just eat it out of the container. I can with salt and pepper. I love it. Yeah, she would just do that, and, and like I'd be going to the store or something, 
And she was like, can you pick me up some cottage cheese? And it like would hurt me just to buy it. Mm, my it's sister disgusting. would put a, a dollop in spaghetti. What? Why? Yes. She would put a dollop in spaghetti, regular old spaghetti with ragu. And then she'd put some of that in there with some okay. medicine oh, burger. God. I mean, Dear that listener, was some serious good listener, I am so sorry that you've had to hear this. <laughs> cottage cheese in pasta. Yes. Why not? Cot- because cottage cheese is disgusting. <laughs> Look, you everything guys haven't else been hungry said, enough. Everything else oh, you said was fine. Just okay. No cottage cheese. I haven't cheese. been hungry enough. I lived on Pizza Hut, but I haven't been hungry enough. <laughs> I would take. Pe- I would live off of Pizza Hut before I would eat cottage cheese. Uh, Hands down. Yeah, that might be the better. Better. <laughs> I don't care how long I have to sit on the toilet. I don't care. <laughs> what's, what's next, Jake? <laughs> Next, we've got Amanda from Lady Bitch Time. She says, ketchup doesn't belong on mac and cheese. I don't know who Ew. you are that did this, but but be ashamed. I yes. like I like ketchup and I like macaroni and cheese, but those two things do not go together. Yeah, they that's messed up. Maybe if it's fried. Correct, don't defile macaroni and cheese with ketchup. Well, don't they – don't at the Remfest, don't they do fried macaroni and cheese or something they on do, a stick? and it's awesome. Yeah, yes, and then you can delicious. dip. I can imagine. I guess I haven't tried it, and I'm not saying that I would like it, but I I would try. So if it's fried, dipping it in some ketchup, like kind of like a French fry. No, I would try no, it. No, I haven't I'm tried it. I'm that. just saying I would try. No. I think I'm with Amanda on this. It's gross. It sounds next, gross. Jake? though. I'm with her. Next, we've got the Mixed Media Forest podcast. Hate Frosties and fries. To this day, I still hate the abomination that is fries dipped in Wendy's Frosty. 100% on board. Yeah. You know what? Really? If I want my Frosty to taste like dirt Wendy's, I will put dirt in my well, Frosty, not your dirt-covered French well, hang, fries. Hang on. I, yeah, let's say there's other kind of fries, Joe. Would you put other kind of fries? Like would you put McDonald's fries in a Wendy's Frosty? I really wouldn't. And I I, I I would eat them separately. And I love Frosties and I love French fries, but I am not dipping them. I will eat McDonald's French fries in a McDonald's shake. I have done that and that is not bad. But oh. Wendy's- So it's not so, – so what you're telling me is it's not fundamental to that. It's just you don't like Wendy's fries, so you wouldn't you do it. You know what? I, I like- don't like fries that literally taste like dirt, Jake. And Wendy's I like fries, fries so dipped in tartar sauce. Them. <laughs> I do. Answer- I like fries dipped in tartar sauce. Okay, <laughs> that's very different. Uh, it's Joe- good. You cannot. Tr- you have to try it. It's really ridiculous. Maria and I love it. Uh, boy, maybe. But to get back to what we were saying, <laughs> the answer then to my question, Joe, is. Yes, you would be okay with it. It's just you hate Wendy's fries. Yeah, yes, he hates that's them. That's okay. probably right. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate the idea of fries. It, it's a sweet and salty thing. I, I get it. But man, yeah. if you're gonna go, if you're gonna get a frosty at Wendy's, which is not a bad, I shake, like frosties. It's, it's fine. But for the love of God, Wendy, step up your fry game. I don't want French fries that literally taste like dirt smells. That I, 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 no, no. I, I mean, it really did. But you know what? In fairness, that was only one time. I haven't been back. That's right. But, but in that one time, it, you, it was unbelievable. It literally – it did. I, it's like they didn't rinse the potatoes off at all. So maybe they, they just didn't rinse the potatoes off on that I think that then. that happened. And so Joe has never let them live it down. But so one one worker at Wendy's made that mistake, probably didn't 
make it you beyond don't, that, that because Jake, you don't actually believe that there's a worker in the back of a Wendy's chopping up potatoes <laughs> in no, the French fries. There's someone you? somewhere that chops <laughs> up the potatoes, Joe. It does say in the back of that shop. Right. It's, at, it's at the assembly plant somewhere where they make all this garbage. Better than just drop them on the floor. Joe, that's irrelevant. The point is you went there once. You didn't like it once. You never gave it another shot. So it could have been just a one-off and you don't hey, know. Hey, 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 Jake, I, Jake, they get one chance to kill Joe. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I still I'm don't need that restaurant in LaVale, do I? Oh, actually, I have been there, right? I, look, <laughs> look I've, I've been to Wendy's. It's like in the with the, I I don't remember the last time I was at a Wendy's, but I, it we fairly recently, and it, they're fine. It was the a Wendy's near your house, you know. Yeah, yeah. where at the the, actually the apartment, apartment actually where you used to live. But uh, yeah, I and you know how they, Wendy's uh, is on Twitter all the time, smarting off to people. They never smart off to me when I tell them their fries taste like because they don't care I, about you, Joe. I never hear back from them because <laughs> they don't so care. They, don't, oh, they, yeah, they, they do not like know this there. is Joe from Joe Things Joe Hate. <laughs> they know exactly who it is. <laughs> they for my Things Joe Hate. No, they'd be all over Look, that. Joe, do you really their think their fries are fine? They they they're fine. Do you just have an irrational <laughs> hatred of it because of one time? One time, their fries literally tasted like dirt, oh, and it was like forty you know what, bucks. Joe, dirt's not even that bad. Dirt's not even that bad. Get over yourself. All right. What's next, Jake? <laughs> okay. Next, we've got things Joe hates Jr. Mm-hmm. He says, I hate when people say you shouldn't make a mixed drink out of a good spirit. In most cases, the spirit is the base of the drink. And if you use a mixing or bad liquor, you're not going to get a good drink. I agree with – oh, I agree with him. I disagree Joe does him. not, but I do. If you use good liquor, you get a great drink, period. Uh, well, no, that's true. That that is true. Julia Childs even says to use a decent wine when you cook. When you cook, yep, right. that's right. And that's true. And so I think that using a decent liquor when you're making a mixed drink is a good idea. In my liquor cabinet right now, I have two vodkas. I have my Tito's vodka that I like to drink straight, and I have Deep Eddy vodka that I use for making my vodka and tonics. Now, Deep Eddy is a good vodka. A remarkably good vodka, especially for its price, right? But Tito's is definitely a better vodka. And I don't want people mixing my Tito's to make a mixed drink when the Deep Eddy is more than sufficient for a mixed drink. In fact, I wouldn't have a problem with drinking the Deep Eddy straight. I just prefer the Tito's straight or on the rocks. Well, I tell you what, I don't drink enough. For it to make a difference. So and when I go to make a mixed drink, I grab the good stuff because I yeah, don't I know. drink that often. And I'm okay with that. You made Irish coffee with my 12-year-old Jameson once. It was so good. <laughs> so I I have uh, a few cents to throw in here. Sure. I, I don't think that the – I think we're thinking about this on the wrong end of the equation. We're thinking about this from the mixed drink perspective – you need to be thinking about this from the straight drink perspective. Well, that's right. Because would you drink a so-called mixing liquor straight? I don't drink liquor straight, so. But if you were to, probably, I would want you would good probably stuff. right. Like there's a something there's that's a, smooth. Right. There's a whiskey that I really like uh, called Mitchers. Amazing. I'm not a huge whiskey person, but this stuff is amazing straight. It's a bourbon. I like whiskey, bourbon. The only whiskey that uh, red whiskey bourbon that I drink straight, and it the thing is, 
if I'm going to have a straight drink, I want to save the good stuff for that. I don't want to use it in a mixed drink because then if I only have the so-called mixing liquor left because I used all the good stuff in a mixed drink, then I can't drink it straight. So it it limits your options when you use uh, the good liquor to mix as opposed to – I I don't think the difference in in utility that you get from a mixed drink with bad liquor is so much lower than with good liquor than – than the difference you have between if you had a good liquor drink straight and a bad one straight. Right. Because the nature of a mixed drink, Joey's right in that, yes, it's the base, the liquor's the base, but you mix other stuff in there to make it taste like other things so you can mask bad liquor better. Right. You have never had a rum punch until you've had it with Mount Gay. Oh, my God. Uh, Look. That uh, is true. Mount Gay does make a better I'm, rum punch. Like you have, I'm, like night and day. It that's is not true. like night and day. Night is, and flipping day. It is not. It, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not arguing it's not better. I'm just simply saying <laughs> the utility thing. gained by doing that is not equal on the other end for straight drinks. Yeah. If so, I was in Barbados and I could get Mount Gay for 10 American dollars a bottle, a liter, I'd be making rum punch with nothing but Mount Gay. But here in America, to go a liter often. costs $40. We okay. need to go down more. I'm not going to buy a liter of, of – We need to just get $1,000 tickets to, to Barbados <laughs> just so we can get uh, – just so we can Cheap get liquor for $10 a bottle. Maybe we can start smoking. No, God. Uh, I mean importing. What did I say? Yeah. Smuggling? I didn't mean that at all. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I disagree with, with things Joe hates Jr. I don't think it matters that much. I disagree with him too. Here's, here's I don't. I agree. I, I From a person who doesn't drink that often, if you don't drink that often, then I think that you ought to splurge and get the better stuff. If you drink more often, it's going to cost more money. Then you go with something a lot, a lot cheaper. I, I think That's my view on it. Cheap booze. Lisa, I like your uh, implication there that the rest of us are drunkards. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm honestly not even that bad. Uh, But uh, Kayla Shenanapun's next on Twitter here. She says, I hate when soda fountains have too much carbonation. I wanted a soda, not a cup of fizz with a tiny bit of liquid at the bottom. I need to hang out with her. Now I have to decide whether to stand there like a goober waiting for it to dissipate <laughs> or make a mess pouring it out so I can add more. Or you know do mine and throw it up in the air and go for management. I'm telling you, I will total care in it every time. I can't stand it. You have this daggone thing set too wrong. You have more carbonation than you do syrup. If you can't get it right, don't have a soda machine. Period. <laughs> Uh, she just huh. said everything I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it makes yeah. me so angry. I hate that. How many times have I gone up with my drink on here? Take, take a sip of this. <laughs> it's gross because you don't have syrup in it. Do you have any sugar? I mean, I just get angry. Yeah, she does get angry. <laughs> she starts to see it red. You just stay away when Lisa sees red. <laughs> it's funny. Now, I agree with it, Kayla 100% here. Managers run and hide. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Dylan. He says, I hate the taste of Spam. Funny enough, all the stores are sold out of it. People must really <laughs> love Spam. Okay, I have a confession. Uh-oh. What's that? I like Spam and mustard sandwiches. 
spamming mustard. You know what? You know what? I could see that. That's like a sausage with mustard. It's almost like what they like a chipped ham. Yeah. On a thicker yeah. note. I guess it depends on how how thin you cut your spam, but I would take one slice of white bread, put some mustard on it, and put a one slice of the um, spam, and then close it over on itself. And would it's you, a perfect sandwich if you add chips on top that, of the spam and mustard. Would you add uh, yellow mustard or brown mustard? Yellow. All the really? way. Yes. It's what? very, very – it's from um, when I was a kid. I, I remember eating better. it and loving it. But I don't do it often because I'm pretty sure that and the Vienna sausages are going to kill you one day. But, um, All that processed meat. Yeah, but I but I do I like it, and I understand why they're sold out because you know it's that into world food that everybody needs to have. <laughs> it stays <laughs> right. forever. Yeah, That's yeah, it's quick and ramen noodles. Yeah, you live you on know. it for for a couple of weeks till everything blows over. Yeah, I mean, it back up. You you have some spam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, uh, go out and get yourself a squirrel first. <laughs> <laughs> get a couple rabbits, have some rabbit stew. Into What's world next? Food. <laughs> My grossing you out, Joe? No, no, I just hate rodent meat. So uh, oh. it's yeah, you've not been hungry. I'm sure it's fine. I haven't. I have not tried it. I should. You've never tried I, rabbit. I have not. I should. And squirrel. Like right. Same. And you are from the hills. I am. I've had deer. Dude. I've had deer a lot. Like venison squirrel and rabbit. Definitely. I have had squirrel and rabbit. I find that they taste very similar and I've had they bear. taste they have a, a taste that's like rodent and I don't care for it. I this don't like tastes bear. like rodent. Well, right. I hate to tell you, Joe, those are rodents. I know. I know. I don't <laughs> care for rodent meat, Jake. And I've tried it. So I know for a fact I don't care for it. I, if it was the only thing around, I would eat it. But I don't oh. have to because there's plenty of cow and other animal around. I, I so, love it. But that's how I grew up. So This next one here is a little confusing for me. Sue from Facebook says she hates black licorice and whorehound candy. That's not with a W. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say my dog's mom is a whorehound. Joe. <laughs> anyway, uh, she continues. I think it was invented by someone as a sad, cruel joke. I've never heard of whorehound candy. Neither I've heard of it, and it's, it's very much like licorice. Is that right? I don't know. I've never had it, but you know I'm what? I'm going to try it. You know what uh, we should do is we should we should buy some, and then we should try it on the show. I'll try no. the licorice. You try the whorehound. Oh, I've, uh, I've heard of I it, and I've, I might have had it. Many moons ago, it's, but uh, I don't remember it. Whorehound is a is a an herb, and it uh, it looks like is it kind of like a clove candy? They, maybe they they look like cough drops, and they're kind of it looks like they're also kind of marketed as cough drops as well. Hmm. I'm like not a big herbal. fan of cough drops. <laughs> it's because uh, you're uh, sick okay. when you have them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? it reminds me of being sick. It's like cough. What's syrup. that fisherman's something fisherman's that your dad? Friend. Always gets it works. Fisherman's friend, yeah, yeah, that good stuff, stuff does work. That that really kicks you kicks you in the face, and so I wonder if that is whorehound. I don't know. I you know what? We're gonna Irish have to get version. some whorehound. We're gonna get some whorehound candy, and we're gonna try it on the show. Uh, I don't know when we're gonna do that. Next time we go up to uh, your neck of the woods, Lise, we'll, <laughs> yeah, it's we'll put that there. In. Uh, yeah, the the first listing here from Ace Hardware. That's right. You know, the candy's good when they sell it at a hardware store. Honestly, yes. that is where you catch it. A lot of times they have the older candies. 
But uh, you know, you can get uh, that candy on the internet, I'm sure. All right. I'm just going to order some off Amazon. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Koi Zero from Twitter. She says, I think egg replacement recipes are actually trolls. Rarely do I find recipes that don't taste like bananas, soybeans, or mulch. Tofu scramble? Oh, come on. Huh. Mulch. I don't know what mulch tastes like. If you're going to replace eggs in a recipe, use egg beaters. That's yeah. that's it. Don't don't use something else. Don't use a, a a vegan product. If you're if you're going to go for a vegan diet, don't try to substitute eggs. Don't try to make mock eggs like with soy, like you do with meat. Don't try to make mock meat either. If you're allergic to it, then use egg beaters. The the protein that people are aller- are allergic to in eggs is not in egg beaters. Do you like scones? I love scones. Do you like my scones? Your scones are delicious. I substitute the egg and the butter. What? I do. I substitute the egg and the butter, and I put in heavy whipping cream. Okay. Well, that's good. Your scones. So what you're saying is you have a different recipe for scones. I I think Quasero – Hang on, though. I think Quasero is talking about something different. The egg flavor isn't what's central to a scone. In scrambled eggs, the egg flavor is central to that. So trying to mix – trying to make something that tastes like egg – like tofu that make it taste like egg doesn't fly. Right. That's like, I, I agree. That's agree. also kind of like uh, making like uh, – I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, of these veggie burgers. Like they right. exploded from last year for some reason. I think it's mainly because – look, if you don't – if you're not supposed to eat meat, why – like if you like the taste of meat, just eat meat. You know what I mean? Right. Like just, Absolutely. Don't stop messing around because you just put extra crap in there to make it taste like meat when it inherently doesn't. Absolutely, no, that's that's right. If if and I say if you're allergic if you're allergic to eggs, substitute egg beaters. If you don't care for eggs or you don't eat eggs for some other reason, then don't try to make something that substitutes for eggs. Then then just yeah. understand that you've you've got a whole. You're going to have to change your entire lifestyle and diet. Yeah. End of story. Koizero is right here. Yeah. I'm with her. If I don't have yep. to, I wouldn't. What's next? I found the candy. I've already ordered it. <laughs> Did you really? The two pound bag? Uh, no, I ordered three half pound bags or something. I didn't get the big two pound bag because I thought that might be too much. I didn't get a, one bag. A two pound bag. I only got a pound and a half. <laughs> right. But I got it in two different bags. That way I can punish two other people. Uh, 10 bucks. Mine too, but what I got two more? pounds. What if these are actually good? Like, what if I well, love then, these things? Then well, you know what? We're all three going to get a bag. All right, Jake, what's next? Next, uh, Addison from Facebook here. She says she hates Sloppy Joes and Kilbasa. What? Huh. I have one word for Addison. She's wrong. Wrong! Yeah. <laughs> you are wrong. Really? How, How does she have her Kilbasa? Both of those are delicious. How do you hate Sloppy Joes That reminds Joe's me. We have kielbasa. some in the fridge. Oh, oh yeah, we do. We have... We, I noticed that uh, what? we went like, to the Polish deli to get some uh, provisions the other day because we were low on provisions. Meat sticks, Jake. Oh, we yeah. The, the little <laughs> tiny uh, kibiasa. I don't remember what they are. And then the, the standard Polish sausage. They're, they're Jaeger. Uh, what are they? Jaeger something or another. Basically, it's like they're, they're called Jaegers because Jaeger means hunter. And it's like. Uh, you would take that with you out into the forest when you went hunting. Right. 
because it stays for a while. You've processed it enough to stay. It's like salted meat kind of. It's delicious. It's so good. So but the, good. They Smoked. got the extra little kielbasas, kielbasas that you right. just already cook. So you just yeah. need to slice them up and put them on a piece of bread. I'm, I'm just blowing my mind. How did she not like Sloppy Joe's and kielbasa? Uh, well, I don't. You want to talk about she's supposedly from the hills, Lisa. She doesn't I like know. Stuff. I'm sitting here thinking of, of Addison, why she wouldn't like Sloppy Joe. I call him Sloppy Joey's. <laughs> and so that's why Joey doesn't like them. <laughs> what? I call them sloppy Joey's because that's funny. And it could have been that she they're being made for her out of venison and she doesn't completely care for that. It no, she loves be. venison. I don't know. I'm just saying I just can't understand why she doesn't like sloppy Lisa, Joe's. It's a simple explanation. She's wrong. I hate yeah, I right. hate uh, hamburger helper. You put that in front of me, and I better have a bucket because that's, that's not, not happening. Same. That's not the same as sloppy joes and kielbasa. It could be that same kind of aversion. She could have been sick when she ate it once, and then it just happened. She'd never be able to eat it again. Sloppy joes and I'm not kielbasa. Kidding you. I have never in my life. Oh God! Actually, my mom never bought hamburger helper, and Lisa will not permit it to come into the house. I, won't. I have never had hamburger helper. Nope, you won't hear. It, it could be delicious. All it's I not. <laughs> it is not. It is vomit in a plate. It is gross. Isn't hamburger helper just seasoning and noodles? (laughs) It's the noodles. I will never put. Okay. Here comes some crazy. I never have any kind of spaghetti red sauce of any sort with an elbow macaroni. Uh, You know what? I'm on board with that. And that is what it is. It's gross. It's just because there's, I, I forget what it was. My mom would make it. Goulash or something stupid. I don't know what it is. Elbow macaroni and like spaghetti with elbow macaroni. But it wasn't just a red sauce. It was like just tomatoes. Oh, and I hated it. Yeah, no, it was gross. I never have macaroni. No, macaroni belongs two ways: in a macaroni salad and uh, macaroni and cheese. Like a, a, There's my a cheese sauce, not a marinara sauce. Absolutely. I would yeah. never eat it. with. I can't. I don't know what it is. I must have been sick on it when I was a kid at some point, but I cannot <laughs> eat it. Either All way. I think of when I, ha- when I hear Hamburger Helper is Cousin Ugh. Eddie from the first vacation. <laughs> and we think it's pretty good without the hamburger, so we just eat the helper. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. Oh, my. It, oh. Yeah, the whole thing oogs me out. But anyway. You know what? I, this might be trash to say, but I would – I would just eat the helper without the hamburger. <laughs> it's fine. It's not a problem. I don't know. I'm also the person that was like, I don't care that it tastes like dirt. So, <laughs> All right. What's next? Next, we've got Super Listener Chad. Hi, Chad. He says, I absolutely hate green bean casserole. It's odd. I love green beans. I love mushroom soup. But put them together in a casserole and yucko. I honestly think I must have been traumatized by those little fried onions in my childhood or something. <laughs> oh, and watermelon. Gross. Oh, oh, what? Yes. yes. No. Watermelon oh, is disgusting. Chad, my heart Ow. hurts a little Ow. bit. Ow. It's so I don't refreshing. understand it. It's, it's wrong. It's the perfect summer fruit. It, no, it is so good. Yes, it is. It's oh like butting God. into a bunch of wet spider webs. I don't, don't ever that, eat that, it. No, I love it. I don't. That I, analogy know does not hold water. It, 
Like, it does. It holds water perfectly well when you bite into those spider or cobwebs. It's and, not. Uh, I don't understand where you get this. It's got the consistency of spider webs. Where the hell does that come from? That is what I imagine. That is what I imagine eating a cobweb full of water is like. The fibrous so nature of a watermelon is gross. I love cantaloupe. Cantaloupe is delicious. And you know what else? I don't object to the flavor of watermelon. I like watermelon flavored things, but I do not like eating watermelon. No, Joe, you just like sugar. No, I, I, it doesn't have to be sugary. It can just be a hint of watermelon. That doesn't you're, bother me. You're just what, what bothers me is, the, is the pulp, the texture of the pulp of a watermelon. I love, like I said, I love cantaloupe. And I love honeydew. Chad and Joe are well, just raw. Well, the watermelon, watermelon the thing, way, I'm totally off board with that. I'm with but, him um, on the green bean casserole. The green bean uh, casserole, I think it depends on how it's made and what kind of green beans you're using. Have you ever had it with fresh green beans that it's are all barely cooked? Overcooked vegetables. Well, he I, he. I don't think he's saying it's the green beans because he's saying, oh, he doesn't like the, the little bean. fringes onions. Those maybe. are delicious. I, well, that's the, that's my favorite part. That's the only <laughs> thing in the green bean I will pick those like. out. Yeah, I'll I'll be like, hey, hang on, let me get some of these onions on top here. <laughs> but no, I, I don't. I'll know, take I don't the know. first layer. Thanks. I, I, here's the thing: I don't like mushrooms, but the cream and cream of mushroom soup is great. So and the mushrooms usually, if you get the right kind of soup, the mushrooms pretty hard, easy to miss. So yeah. I usually eat it, and, and I I think it's fine. I don't have a problem. With this conversation is making me want some tuna noodle casserole. Is what it does. Mm. Oh yeah, I think, cream, I think Campbell's cream mushroom soup has a maximum limit of two tiny cubes of uh, mushroom in it. Good. <laughs> Jake's so, not a mushroom person. Yeah, you're not a mushroom. Yeah, person. I don't like mushrooms. So, but right, I, so. I, you know what, Lisa, you're right. I, I love tuna in a casserole. I just love it. That's got cream mushroom soup in it too. Yep. But again, there's not a lot of mushrooms, so it's fine. Yeah, he pulls it out. You know what? It also then reminds me of uh, mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. My mac and cheese. Yes, we make that because of you. I've never had it before. It's so good. I, Joe, you should probably cut this out, but I. Uh, I made it. I remember the first time I made it for Kayla. She was like, "No, you mean to tell me you put tuna in macaroni and cheese?" And I was like, "Yeah, it sounds weird. It sounds out there, but it's delicious." And I made it for her, and she was like, oh, "I don't know. I don't know." And I'm like, "Just try it. Just give it a shot. Try it." She tried it, and was like, "I want a bowl." Right. She we have it here it. often. It's like I, Old Bay on vanilla ice cream. Mm, that's good. No. Have you tried it, Jake? Yes, I don't like it. I don't what? like Old Bay. I, I think don't you're like lying Obey. because if you tried it, you'd be like, <laughs> I, I have tried it. You need to tell me I've lived here with Kayla and haven't tried it. It's so good. I am a proud holder of a Maryland driver's license that hates Old Bay. Oh, oh, you hate Old Bay. Well, that's hey. not good. You can't hate Old Bay. I, Jake, I'm sorry. I'm J- going to have to. As, Joe? As, a, as a native Marylander, I must confiscate your Maryland driver's license and ask you to get back Joe? where you came from. Back home in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Come and take it. <laughs> don't oh tread God. on me, Joe. We don't like you immigrants here in Maryland. You've got to restart the Civil sake. War over, over right. Old Bay. States' rights. <laughs> States right to what? Old Bay. Old Bay. (laughs) (laughs) And wear our flag on every article of clothing that we ever have. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so obnoxious. Socks, pants, shoes, shirts, hats. (laughs) All right. I don't see any other state in the union doing that. 
Yeah, because nobody like that's <laughs> that's just ridiculous. I don't. Yeah, I don't it's have any even, clothes with the Maryland flag on it. I like our flag. I think our flag is cool. But uh, all right, Jake, what's next? Next, we have the rant of the week. Rant of the week from Julie on Facebook. She says, "I cannot stand potato salad." The weird mix of mustard, mayo, and potatoes. How did this become a picnic staple? I also hate onions on salad. If a restaurant is going to put onions on a salad, it should be listed on the menu. It often comes up as an unpleasant surprise. By the time you get the salad and remove them, the whole thing tastes like a giant onion. Now, I will empathize with her on the onions, but I love onions on a salad. But I understand exactly where she's coming from because this is the exact same complaint I have about green peppers on anything. It is. Uh, That's green like peppers are the same way. You, one of the first hates you ever did, I think, wasn't it? If I Yeah. If I get bell peppers on, on a salad, I'll send it back. I'll say, nope, I'm not going to eat that salad. Oh, you want a salad without bell peppers? I'm like, no, no, I don't want anything. I don't want that salad without bell peppers. I don't want anything like that. Just I'll take I'll take nothing for my salad. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'll tell you what. I love the salad. If if they're going to put onions on a salad, I like the salad to have ranch dressing. I just like the combination of red onions in a salad and ranch dressing. Hmm. It has to be the two and it has to be a red onion. Hmm. Um, that's just what I like. I don't, I don't care about that. I'll take onions any way I can get them. I'm a big fan of onions, so I'm going to disagree with Julie on this one. But What's the first thing that she has? Potato, potato salad. salad. Potato salad. There's only one potato salad I will eat, and I hate all potato salads except for your mother's, Joe. My mother's potato salad? Your mother's potato salad is the only one I like. Hmm. I'm same kind of way. It's like hit or miss. It's either really good or terrible. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of potato salad. Your just, mother's I, is the best, and I am, and I won't even eat it unless it's hers. I agree with her. It's a weird mix of mustard, mayo, and potatoes, and I'm not a big fan of it. Well, you gotta be careful though, because there's many different ways to make potato salad. It's there's no one like regionally it changes. You know, you go to Pennsylvania Dutch country, it's going to be way different than you get it yes, down here. True. She uses so, red potatoes, and she uses her homemade mayonnaise. That's interesting. It's good. Well, what I'll do when I go somewhere that I've never had the potato salad there, I will tr- I will take one bite. Like I'll put one little bit on my plate, try it, and if to I like if it, you I'll want get more. more. <laughs> right. If I don't like it, I'll be like, nope, this is one of the ones I don't like. And then right. I'm picky about coleslaw too. I'm that way with coleslaw. It just I don't depends. Like I do not like sweet coleslaw. There's certain Ugh. ones I like, and so yeah. I'm that way with um. Oh, what's that other? tartar sauce (laughs) (laughs) again with the tartar sauce there's you there is a certain ingredient in tartar sauce that some people put in that i absolutely hate i don't know what it is but um i always taste a little bit before i eat it all right everybody that's the show thanks for listening don't forget to check out our merchandise store and our youtube channel and if you want to support us we have a subscribe star links to all of these can be found on our website thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you can find us. Subscriptions seem to help the most. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at thingsjoehates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thingsjoehates. Our email address is thingsjoehatespodcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. 
gmail.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates. <laughs>